Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Islam and the abortion debate. Infographic. This infographic is found on Yaqeen site, Yaqeen Institute site. You may visit yaqeeninstitute.org. Let's go over the infographic, Islam and the abortion debate. Is Islam pro-life, pro-choice, or both, depending on the circumstances? And what implications does the answer to this question have for current political discourse? This essay seeks to offer a comprehensive look at how classical and contemporary Muslim jurists have dealt with the subject in accordance with evolving methods, circumstances, and debates surrounding the topics of contraception and abortion. The sanctity of life in Islam, killing any innocent person irrespective of age or religious orientation is condemned by the Quran. Having children and praying for their righteousness is viewed as an act of worship in Islam. Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, may peace and blessing be upon him, abolished the practice of female infanticide that was rampant at his time. Context for permissibility of contraception. Islam recognizes that obliging everyone to bear children while disregarding their respective circumstances is impractical. Islam teaches Muslims that childbearing for those who are capable of it is a blessing and should be embraced. Temporarily, putting off childbearing is permissible on an individual basis, but not as a societal ideal. Azil withdrawing before ejaculation. Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, may peace and a blessing be upon him, approved of azil, coitus interruptus, or withdrawing before ejaculation. The permissibility of azil or coitus interruptus is primarily contingent upon the, agree- the agreement of the spouses. The permissibility of azil, meaning coitus interruption or interruptus, or withdrawing before ejaculation, is primarily contingent upon the agreement of the spouses. Mutual agreement is necessary because sexual gratification is a shared entitlement in marriage. In modern times, most jurists view that safe contraceptives, particularly those which prevent fertilization altogether, are like azil, permissible when its conditions are met, and especially when warranted 
by pressing logistical circumstances. Abortion in Islam The debate over abortion as a whole begins with the discussion of when life begins. The debate over abortion as a whole begins with the discussion of when life begins. Muslim jurists have always viewed the fetus as the precious origin of human life. The womb is perceived as a fragile vessel that carries a unique human soul and hence deserves safeguarding and careful treatment. ثم خلقنا النطفة علقة فخلقنا العلقة مضغة فخلقنا العلقة مضغة فخلقنا المضغة عظاما فكسونا العظام لحما ثم انشأناه خلقا آخر فتبارك الله أحسن الخالقين Then we made the sperm drop into a clinging clot and we made the clot into a lump of flesh and we made from the lump bones and we covered the bones with the flesh then we developed him into another creation so blessed is Allah the best of creators Quran chapter 23 verse 14 zero to 40 days after conception Conception fertilization, two weeks. And you have embryogenesis, embryogenesis, تخلق, uh, sperm drop to clinging clot. So you have conception fertilization, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks embryonic period five weeks six weeks seven weeks eight weeks so you have let me read till the seven weeks embryo embryo uh, embryogenesis you have abortion was allowed for clearly legitimate reasons such as rape or the physical or mental inability to raise children. In these cases, majority of scholars still required the two spouses to mutually agree. Mostly all scholars agreed that fear of poverty did not qualify as a justification for abortion. The Maliki's opposed abortion altogether with the position that once fertilization occurs, it becomes impermissible to interfere with the womb. Forty days after conception, fifty-four days gestational age. Forty to one hundred twenty days after conception, So 40 days after conception, 54 days gestational age. 
you have 120 days after conception and 134 days gestational age. Fetal period. Pre-soul, the pre-soul, the four madhahibs, interpretive schools of Islamic law, disagreed even within their own ranks about abortion. The Malikis traditionally were the strictest. They opposed any medical technique as a means of birth control. Abortion was not allowed. The dominant Hanafi position was far more lenient in permitting abortion up until 120 days from conception. We have legitimate reasons. 40 equals legitimate reason. 120 equals pressing need. Nowadays, many contemporary juristic assemblies prescribe the Hanbali position, permitting abortion up until 40 days for legitimate reasons and only up until 120 days when a pressing need is present. At 120 days after conception, Islamically speaking, the soul is breathed into the fetus. You have pre-soul at 120 days after conception, Islamically speaking, the soul is breathed into the fetus. Uh, 19 weeks at 120 days from conception, the scholars of all schools unanimously agree that insolment has taken place. Aborting the pregnancy becomes categorically forbidden at this point as the embryo is now a fully sanctified human life. If the pregnancy continues, the mother will die. At this point, abortion would be considered as murder. The pregnancy can only be terminated after 120 days if a physician determines that continuing the pregnancy would truly endanger the mother's life. The degree of prohibition that exists after four months of pregnancy is uh, quite unique to Islamic scholars. They base it on the famous prophetic tradition that the angels breathe the soul into the fetus at that point. Pressing needs that allow for abortion at any point in the pregnancy, even after 120 days, if the mother's life is endangered, abortion becomes permissible to save the mother's life. Why save the mother's life? The logic behind this is an agreed-upon legal maxim in Islamic law. Certainty should not be overridden by doubt. In other words, a potential life that of the infant should not threaten a stable life that of the mother. Although both are technically alive, the survival of the mother takes precedence because her life is evidently established, while survival of the fetus within her is relatively more doubtful. Hence, hence doubt is trumped by certainty. 
and the lesser harm is endured to avoid the greater loss. Forty equals legitimate reasons. Up until 40 days, abortion is permissible under clearly legitimate reasons such as rape or the physical or mental inability to raise children. Under no circumstance is the fear of poverty an excuse for justification for abortion. Up until 20 days, abortion is allowed if there is a pressing circumstance such as rape or extreme fetal deformity incompatible with life. Abortion in the case of fetal demise is permissible at any point as as the soul is no longer believed to be present. Comparisons to other religious groups like the multifaceted shadings of Islamic law on this issue, other faith traditions have various opinions on the crucial elements surrounding the abortion debate. The present-day Catholic position on abortion is most firm, affirming that life is sanctified from uh, conception. Uh, Forty various needs. Before 1869, the Catholic Church held a similar position to Islamic jurists, tolerating abortions for various needs before the 40 day of pregnancy. Unlike the Islamic position to favor the life of the mother, the Catholic Church favored the life of the fetus over the mother, as the mother had been baptized and therefore guaranteed salvation, but the unborn fetus had not, had not yet been given the opportunity. The United Methodist Church, the United Methodist Church affirms that it is equally bound to respect the sacredness of the life and well-being of the mother and the unborn child. The, the Lutherans, the Lutherans and the Evangelicals generally view abortion as, uh, as immoral at any point unless it is to prevent the death of the mother and in some cases of rape and incest. Protestants oppose abortion with emphasis only on the extreme circumstances which may provide room for exceptions. Orthodox Jews remain divided upon the issue with most leaning in opposition to abortion except in extreme situations. Orthodox Jews emphatically rejected abortions done for reasons such as fear of poverty or fear that the child may have non-life-threatening medical issues. The only exception to the rule was that Orthodox Jews only allowed abortion if there was a threat to the life of the mother. Orthodox rabbis also commonly bring up the point of gestation as to when exceptions can be applied with the 40-day from insemination mark. Reform and conservative Jewish movements openly advocate for the right to abortion. Jews like Muslims also always prioritize the life of the mother over that of the fetus at any stage of the pregnancy. Conclusion 
In the Islamic ethical system, life is sacred and hence must be honored and promoted. Having children is a shared right between spouses and hence neither spouse should obstruct that right before or after conception without good reason. Contraception contraception is permissible with safer methods being preferred. Once the woman's egg is fertilized, it is impermissible to terminate the pregnancy without the mutual agreement of both parents. Once the fetus reaches 40 days from conception, abortion becomes impermissible according to most scholars unless pressing need exists, which justifies it in the eyes of Islamic law. Once the fetus reaches 120 days, all scholars agree that terminating the gestation of a living fetus would only be allowed to save the mother's life. Otherwise, it is unlawful. It is unlawful feticide. Otherwise, it is unlawful feticide, the killing of a soul-bearing unborn human being. The scholars also deem abortion in the case of fetal demise permissible at any point as the soul is no longer believed to be present. Finally, many of the concepts above such as good reason, finally, many of the concepts above such as good reason and pressing need have all been traditionally qualified by expert scholars of the highest caliber. These terms are quite these terms are quite nuanced and should not be seen as arbitrary words that can entail anything for anyone. For that reason, an expert that is versed in the Islamic sciences should always be consulted on a case-by-case basis to determine when an abortion is justifiable. The task of the scholar by virtue of his or her qualification or qualifications is to provide an expert opinion based on Islamic law that is tailored to the consideration of each person's unique situation. That is the distinction between a hukum ruling in a principle and a fatwa specific edict. As for the political discourse surrounding the subject, we do not subscribe to the position that contraception and abortion are categorically prohibited, nor to the position that abortion is the unrestricted right of the mother. All persons and things that God has created have rights assigned to them by Him. When possible, all of those rights should be preserved in cases when rights conflict uh, priorities are assigned accordingly in light of divine revelation and prophetic guidance. Muslims should advocate for a comprehensive understanding of the issues uh, that take uh, into consideration the the peculiarities mentioned above. Uh, from the article Islam, this is uh, this infographic is done from the article Islam and the Abortion Debate at yaqeeninstitute.org. Alhamdulillah, praise be to Allah.
This is Dr. Khalid Ad-Dosari from Damam, Saudi Arabia.